Okay. Okay, more drama today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go have some fun. Oh, we were just a second off, but look, we're going, we're going to work today. We have some uh, new camera angles, not really new, just trying some things out. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another show. Thanks for stopping by and hopefully staying for the whole time. Everybody watching on YouTube and our listeners on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we welcome you into the All Day Renee Show with All Day AJ. And today, the man in black, Manny Rolfin. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We have, of course, we have a uh, a lot of drama to get to, and obviously we have to get through the elephant in the room. Obviously, the Giants lost. My predictions were terrible. Whatever. And we're so that's where we're going to end up starting. Plenty of drama. Not really going to, you know, kind of release those. We got a bunch of tweets that we got to read. Um, you know, we got Patrick Reed and Roy doing some crazy stuff oh, for yeah. our PGA fans out there, oh our Live Golf God. fans out there. Actually, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good ass show. It's gonna be a good ass show. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's another one that will just tease Eli Apple's going on some fucking demon type yeah, mood. He went on demon mood. I like, like that though. Just going right at Stefan Diggs. Kyle Kuzma decided to go on demon mode for no reason. Uh, plenty of stuff hey, to man, get Spencer to. Spencer did what he was talking shit for no reason. And then yeah. another crazy one as well. Apparently. Manny was at the Sixers game last night and saw some suspect things that we are going to wait for later to get into. And then finally, we have, it is conference championship Sunday. Wow, the Bills did not make it. Bengals, Burrow, Burrowhead, is that what they're calling it? No, Bengals. that's crazy. They got to show with that. So, got, that's, that's wild. And then, that's uh, yeah, so bro. Bengals and Chiefs and don't fuck with that. the Nick Bosa defense of the San Francisco 49ers visiting philly at the link <clears throat> but uh before we get to all of that if you are watching on youtube make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any new videos drop a like and a comment on this video and if you are listening on a podcast or spotify give us those ratings for our audio platforms make sure to follow us on all our social media accounts twitter at 80 podcast instagram at 80 pod and you can head over to our tiktok as well which is simply just the name of the show the all day everyday <laughs> show what? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, but that we hope is not. But I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with some behind the scenes on that inside jokes We're that on it. only we would We're understand. On okay, we got to get the elephant out of the room here, Giants. Let's start with the first game Lost first. By Come on, 30. We're not going there yet. Jeez. Um, I need to kind of prolong the ending for a second. Uh, Chiefs uh, hosting <laughs> Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. I saw a clip today from Zay Jones. Really liked it. Uh, I don't know why it took me this long to find that clip or even see that clip or come across it. I guess you should say. Um. Zay Jones put him, put him aside, and he was just watching him as the clock expired, and he's like, Trevor, we are going to be just fine. Yeah, they're going to be good. Played your heart out, all this and this. Very good to see kind of some leadership role. Um, and I think what, what I failed to mention last week when I was kind of shitting on the moves of, you know, those receivers not being number one on any other roster, Calvin Ridley's going to be there next year. It's going to be insane. So, I mean, the way that Trevor's playing, we always obviously can't stop talking. Me personally cannot stop talking about the connection that Doug has. And, you know, congratulations, Coach of the Year finalist. Makes sense. So, uh, not too worried about the Jaguars here. But the bigger discussion is Patrick Mahomes. What a fucking dog he is. I, I didn't think he was going to give it a so go. Did you think that was a knee or was that an ankle? I thought his knee well, looked like a nah, 20 when I see, Yeah, when I see shit like that, I just start thinking knee. That shit was just fucked up. But, like, nah, he's a fucking dog. Like, did the jump pass off the left leg in the first half. Mm -hmm. Fucked up the left leg. Did the jump pass off the other leg in the second half. It's just like it's just more like more legacy games for Pat Mahomes, and I'm I can't like I already kind of ride Pat Mahomes in this podcast enough, so I'm not gonna do too much of it. But thing about the Jaguars was really cool to see like 
Remember, remember when Trevor Lawrence got drafted and they were trying to say that motherfucker didn't like football or he wasn't all the way invested in shit? Yeah, and like, like you see the clip. Well, first of all, like the, just the playoffs and everything you've seen this year. Like, obviously, I mean, the kid loves football, but like you see, like after the game when he goes in the tunnel, turns around, waits for all of his teammates, hugs him, tell him, tells him all good job. Like leader. Obviously, this guy loves football. Like we have to like stop because they try to do that with Miles Garrett too. Because Miles Garrett like art or some shit. Like just because a guy has other interests, bro, doesn't mean he doesn't love football. Like right. he's a dog. He loves football. End of discussion. That shit's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, uh, but I mean, well played. Let's also talk about uh, the drive from from backup quarterback Big Chad. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. uh, I mean, that was a crucial. Should have got drive. picked off for real, for real. But like, what? Got settled in after that. And it was got all good. settled in, and I mean, that's something that you needed. He damn well could have had to finish that game and. I mean, he's riding one of the three best tight ends of all, all time. That's true. I mean, how the fuck do we not account for Travis Kelsey? The backup QBs in the game. Dude, literally, like, 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 I just want to just read this number stat to you. He had seven, Travis Kelsey, 17 targets, 14 catches, 98 uh, yards, and two touchdowns. The next closest was Kadarius Tony at five, and then Juju at two. I mean, what are, like, if we're any defense, like. Andy Reid, bro. Like Andy Reid, bro. You I think, don't even. You think these defenses don't know? You think Doug, Doug Peterson oh, yeah. beat Bill Belichick? You, don't, you, you think he you don't? You think you don't know? He knows. Like Andy Reid is able to get these guys open time and time and time and time again. Like that shit is really crazy, bro. Like I'm, I'm. It's hyperbole, but they literally just run ring around the rosy type shit and just get guys open, bro. It's almost unstoppable. There's a lot of times where they would say like he would be on the slant, and he would get to his, basically the end of his route. And then he would just adjust and go back the other way, but this time go upfield and almost like a post route. So his route would be a slant to the left side, and then he would switch it and go a post to the right side. Nah, and on and Pat, that post, he would get himself open to get a catch. And yeah, they're like, yeah, that's yeah. just awareness. Him and Pat just had that connection. Like, they had that connection on their option routes. Not everyone, it was, it's kind of similar to Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Like, right. Devontae and Aaron Rodgers would go off script so much. Like, Pat and Travis go off script all the time. It's happened last year in the, in the divisional versus, versus the Bills. He was like, yo, I'm going to do it right here. Like, yeah, do that. Wasn't the play at all. Like, you know what I mean? But they, right. their ability to go off script all the time, plus Andy Reid scheming and just him, him being an offensive wizard, like, he's going to get 17 targets and 14 catches. Like, it's just insane, bro. It's, it's a pleasure to watch. Uh, this is completely, like, sidetracked here, but there's not a world where the Super Bowl MVP can, like, you know, not be the quarterback, but I would say in this situation, if the Chiefs were I to think win, there's, like, I think do there's, we give it to Travis Kelsey? I think there's two tight ends that could win Super Bowl MVP if it, if it came down to it, for real, for real. Like, Travis Kelsey having a big game in the Super Bowl, he has Super Bowl MVP. And if, let's say, like, George Kittle, let's say San Fran goes down 14, he has to have, like, a master class receiving game, has, like, 12 catches, two well, touchdowns. We already know the yards. relationship, too, with, with you know Brock what I'm saying? Purdy, too. I, I actually think, like, I saw someone uh, put a bet out, like, it was, like, $50. 2500 for Nick Bosa to win 127000 Super Bowl uh, MVP. Didn't know about that. That guy saw that big, today. He has a big dick. I was talking about the guy who took the bet on George Kittle. It was, like, 50 to win. Oh, like, really? Yeah, so it's, like, 50 to win 30K. See, I didn't see that one. George Kittle Super Bowl MVP. That's I think there's crazy. a chance. I look into that. That's kind of hard. Isn't that crazy, though? So we're yeah. putting it on Nick Bosa, bro? I, I respect it. Whatever. Uh, and so enough on that game. Good for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, kind of, like like you said, dog out of Patrick Mahomes, which was extremely necessary. And now we get to go see if the Chiefs will break this losing streak of three in a row to Joe Burrow. Uh, but, okay, uh, to our night game. This was after I got back from AC. I, I, I was in bed at 6.30 at night. I was kind of running on... Two hours of sleep and still drunk. I was super fired up for this game. We were smoking a pork shoulder all afternoon uh, and pretty much all day. And I was just, I mean, it was game day. This was a holiday. This is a holiday. We're back, you know, just back in a playoff atmosphere. A big time game. Already got a playoff win. Like, this is exciting. 
Yeah. And then, um, where'd you guys, where did you guys show up? We were waiting. <sighs> I mean, so the funny part is I was supposed to place this plus seven and a half. I was supposed to place plus seven and a half. It wasn't even that I was like drunk. I, like I was, but like, that's not the reason I, I, I literally just forgot. And like, obviously like, I guess it was for the fucking better <laughs> because I did plus seven and a half was never it. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's it's tough to comment on a loss like that. I hate the the only thing that really is pissing me off about all this is the comparisons to when the Vikings were in this situation back in 2017, and the same score was 38-7. That's the shit that's pissing me off mainly. Um, we knew the defense was good. We knew the pass rush was going to get to Daniel Jones. Um, you know, kind of put those young guys to, to the test, right? Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas. Still a great season from both of them. Um but yeah, I mean, what we can confidently say moving forward is there's just a, and we knew this coming into this game, but there is just an insanely large talent gap. And like, <laughs> they've been saying this, you know, Joe and Dable have been saying this in their press conferences after, like, we got, like, fucking Joe Schoen said it himself. We, still got the we have to like, close the gap from, like, there's a large talent gap and we have to close it in the next year and, and change to come with how we battle this offseason. Who do we sign? Do we get some receivers? Do we still sign Daniel Jones? Do we give Saquon Barkley the money that he might may or may not deserve? That's not me saying that. That's just in general. Um, I don't know. Just tough to watch. I mean, 28 nothing go, going into the halftime. Uh, I was, like, just, I, the game was on. I just wasn't even invested. And you know my favorite part about it? I was waiting waiting at halftime when i am just down bad my head is in my hands in my head i'm waiting for the fucking commercial to come on whopper 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 just to drown me in my fucking sorrows drown me in my sorrows good game played by them they ran the ball they established the run early um pass rush was there like i said and there's just there was just little to no offense and i i i don't have any fucking words it was just literally just so disappointing i wanted it to be a close game that's it just I, like if they lost on a field goal they lost by you know 10 points they lost by 13 points like just a competitive game where i could actually like be so invested like stop them on third and six well third and six down up 28 nothing that shit don't even matter give me something to root for but all the giants fans are going to say Great season. You exceeded this. You exceeded that. You have the coach of the year this. Saquon's back. Daniel Jones this. He proved himself that. Great. That's awesome. But in the game that matters, especially living in Philly, give me a fucking chance. All right? Give me a standing chance. I can't sit in this goddamn city and get just shelled after any fucking loss to a New York team. This one was bad again. Give me a chance. I'm not mad about the season. Great season. But I'm not one of those fans that's going to sit there and be like, great season. You guys played your hearts out. You, like, you exceeded everything. Who cares? Everybody else wanted to win that game. You see Brandon Graham, too, running out on the field? He ran out on the field for the coin toss, and he's like... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was remember after the game, because he people was trying to say, like, pointing at Dable and said some crazy shit. He didn't say no crazy shit. I didn't see that. Yeah, no, he didn't say no crazy shit. But I thought, I thought that was that. pretty... No, I thought... I mean, <clears throat> I like the competitive stuff there. I saw a clip today where they asked uh, Jason Kelsey about it, and he was like, I yeah, I, I was pissed about it. Chirping it at Dexter Lawrence, he's like, "Don't fuel that guy up more than he." I have to. You say it to your guy, Facts. then I can say it to my guy. Don't pick my battles Facts. for me, because then he's gonna come right at me. Uh, nah, Dexter Lawrence is a dog too. I like watching him. Yeah, but I I played played Eagles. Just they were in control from start to finish. And gonna acknowledge that I had the script. 
Is anybody going to go watch the, the last podcast back when I said it's going to be 14 nothing? These guys are going to be able to establish the run. They got to pass the ball. It's going to be all over from there. We should go back Just to Just literally went exactly like that. Like, literally 14 nothing couldn't establish the run. Saquon had a nice little four-chunker on his first carry, and I was like, damn, he looked good. All he had right. the one for um, – And then he had another one, a nice little carry, and I was the like, The one, the big right. one up to midfield, yeah, and he got tripped right. up. You know oh, what people yeah. were saying about that? Hmm. They said that, uh, you know – a couple years ago, Saquon would have been able to take that to the house. He's not as, as, ex, just, as explosive and whatever. I'm like, it's just brain damage. What? It's just brain damage. It's just brain damage. He looked very explosive. He looked very explosive all season. Only thing that I could say about Saquon possibly is that they were riding the fuck out of him earlier in the season. And like, but Dable did give him some, like a, a big, like, hindrance in his carries to end of the season. So, like, I don't know. He looked explosive to me. He looked fine to me. Um, I just think that game was just, if you can't establish a run early versus the Eagles, especially because. Although, like, we do have a top-half rushing defense, that is the weakness of the defense. Like, you have to establish a run against us, and if it doesn't happen, you're, like, I mean, James Bradbury's going to pick you off. Darius Slay's going to lock you down. C.J. Gardner-Johnson's back over the top. And then you have Reed Blankenship in a nickel corner spot that's going to lock you down as well. Like, it's fucking annoying. It has to be annoying as fuck to watch that shit, because I know I know, cause we, do, we literally can't do anything. And honestly, I mean, I've been a Daniel Jones backer, but I think he, I think he solidified a spot this year. What the fuck did he have to work with? Well, God, what I, what I was gonna <laughs> and ask, and like they showed a graphic, true. like they, it was like he went from like twenty picks to sixteen picks to twelve picks to, to I think six. It, it was six, right? So like I think he proved his point. I do think they probably tag him because like you can't like invest in the guy after one year, like. Right. But I think he's shown you shines, and I think he can run this offense well enough. Like I don't think that he needs to be anything special. It's Saquon Barkley is the fucking engine. All you guys have to do is be able to run the ball, and it's going to be a fucking problem because it, like, even even versus a team that can stop the run, like Saquon still broke his broke his carries off. So imagine if they had like a number one on the outside that they could just split off the game with. Now we can now we have to worry about the pass. Then they can go back to Saquon. Like it's when when you want to run to like that, you can't really people talk about he's not explosive. This, he's not explosive. bro. He probably was getting beat the fuck up. He can't do anything all game, right. bro. You know what I mean? Like the big thing. I like too. where the Giants are going. I do. Nine carries in the Vikings game, nine carries in the Eagles game. Can't I, go down there. Can't. I mean, we got to be able to, like, you know, and what did I say? I said I needed a 15 to 20 carry day. Didn't like, it not even close not because right. couldn't, it couldn't establish it. The other thing, too, how the fuck? I mean, like, this just goes back to the point of, like, Daniel Jones needs help. This offense needs help. More importantly, like, even still Saquon needs help to that same point. Why? Richie James has seven catches, leads, you know, all receivers on the Giants. Who's next? Saquon Barkley at two. Yeah, Two, bro. Two. We uh, like one dimensional, and the other, the other crazy part is remember when we had the com- where I asked you the question that I heard on ESPN radio of Daniel Jones about you know whatever uh, if he goes thirteen for thirty eight does that change the outcome of what we saw in Minnesota? He was fifteen for twenty seven. We were close, not really, but so, but that does that change the script? I certainly hope not. Certainly hope not, and it shouldn't. So also um, like. Jalen Hurts is healthy. Like, I think, like, I hate how they keep talking about that shit. Like, every single time he takes a tackle and shit, like, the replay and watch it all close, and then when he throws the ball, it's like, oh, he looks healthy. Like, yeah. he's, he's cool, bro. He's fine. I think it's pretty evident that he's okay. He's probably not going to go headfirst into a linebacker in a game that's 14 nothing already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, let's, let's relax. I think it's fine. But that kind of caps off a promising season for the future for the New York Giants. Just obviously not the ending that anybody wanted, especially – being 38-7, but we somehow digress and we move forward. Uh, you Moving on, you were at the Sixers game last night. I saw that on your story. Uh, pretty fantastic seats, by the way. Yeah, yeah, um, and you got to see, what. also, what a crazy game. Got to see Ben Simmons. Got to see. Saw Kyrie for the first time ever, which I love to that see. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And seeing the you know Ben and Joel going at it. Um, was there any characters that you saw? I mean, I know AI and 
Donovan McNabb well, was there. Yeah, AI was there. Donovan McNabb was there. Freddie Mitchell was there. Dr. J was there. One thing I will say before I touch on Dr. J, um, I li- I did really fuck with seeing like people like kind of have like this weird inkling about Donovan McNabb and, like the Philly and like in Philly and how much love he gets. But bro, when they put that camera on Donovan McNabb, that place fucking erupted. And like people in Philly love Freddie Mitchell. Like people's champ for the twenty six love Freddie Mitchell. The place erupted for him, but they went to Donovan McNabb like the next break, and it was like yo, like damn, fuck Freddie, I guess. Like what the fuck, like. Fuck with the, I fuck with Did five. AI get one of them? AI shit was insane. I mean, it wasn't even. You, you know, can't. You don't even. Need you to talk can't about even. It. Like, you don't need to talk. Yeah, about it. AI you're, shit you're, was you're fucking this. crazy. You know what's funny too? I have this under my shirt. I have that AI shirt I have, which are all the stats in the back, and I think I might just get this John framed. But like, I don't with like the stats in the back oh, and yeah, have yeah. that part framed. Well, you wore it I don't know if it's a violation though to get a shirt framed that you had that you wore. I don't know if that's a violation or not. I don't know like the guidelines, but like. Good Pretty sure if you just clean it and all that shit, like you're all good. But it is a good question. Doctor, they showed Doctor Jay on the jumbo trot. They were showing everybody love, and he had some John that looked no older than 21 years old. And they're just both in the jumbo trot, just cheese and Claire's day. Everyone's like, "Yeah, it's Doctor J." I'm sitting there like, "What the? F- How old is Doctor J? Is he like 70, 60?" I mean, that's what's up though. Like, I'm not even mad at him. I, it just fucked me up. It just fucked. Yeah, she's 72. It looked like any joint. If I went down to Morgan's Pier, like the first joint I would see when I walked in, I swear to Christ. I'm like, damn, Dr. G got like that still? And he cheesing. Cool, suave. Like, yeah, y'all see it. Arm around her. Like, yeah, y'all see it. I still got it. I was like, all right, Dr. J, my fault. I'm like, damn, that's a temple shorty around your arm. My, my fault, Dr. J. I love <laughs> he it. He said, yeah, the temple shorty. That's a temple around. shorty or something. I'm like, so I don't know. That's a sturdy drawing, doctor. My oh, fault. I can no. see why they call him the doc. You know what I mean? Yeah. My fault. That's what they call it, like, that's But no, nah, that game was hilarious because that shit, and then, like, I mean, dude, I mean, what they were doing to Ben Simmons was fucking hilarious. They saw the shot that he missed, and then the crowd went nuts. Bro, every time I touch the ball, it's just full-on booze. It's so funny, too, because I'm sitting there, and behind me, oh, my God. Also, Austin Krieger was at the game with me. He's, like, a row. He's, like, two rows down, like, to the right of me, and I could just, I, I'm, like, too far to, like, get him, but, like, you know when someone's, like, down there to your right, when you see him, he's just going fucking crazy. Like, he's one of the main ones, like, like right at Ben Simmons. It's so funny, bro. I'm, like, Yo, I, I'm I know dead. that guy. Like, it's hilarious, but they were doing the fuck Ben Simmons chant. There's a guy behind me with his, like, son. His son couldn't have been any more than, like, eight years old, and he's, like, explaining to him, like, he's, like, Dad, why do they all hate this guy? Like, He's like, he's just like, don't worry about it. I'll explain it. Like, just whenever he gets the ball, just boom. And he's like, this kid's getting to it now. He's like, boo! Like, Ben Simmons, you suck. I'm like, this is great. Uh, I love it here. The Philly, I man. wasn't, I wasn't really part of the people that were like booing him all crazy and shit. But like, cause I just, I'm cool. I'm just gonna watch the game. But like, that shit was fucking hilarious, and that's why I love this city. And you can see like the players, like our players, would feed into it. Doc talked after the game, like in his post game interview, he was like, I think our guys got a little too emotional. They didn't love it, but like. It's going to be more than that in the playoffs Intensity, if we see him. Bro. It's going to be way more than that in the playoffs if we see him. For sure. Um, the main thing that concerns me about that game is, though, like, late game execution. Like, the Nets going, like, 18. First, first, they don't have KD, first of all. First of all, so we should, we should win by 15. You know what I mean? I love Kyrie, but come on. Uh, Seth Curry had 25. Um, they go on, like, an 18-4 run, like, late in the game. They come back in the game, and they go into this 3-2 zone. Mind you, me and all my boys ran a 3-2 zone in seventh grade basketball. Like, the 3-2 zone ain't that hard to – Ain't that hard to break down. You know what I'm saying? They're switching the, they're switching the ball handle at the top. There's a, there's a ball screen. And they're playing 3-2 zone. We went to the high post. like We went to the high post like three times. Every time they went to the high post, there was an easy look at a bucket. Didn't keep going to it. So confusing. Down the stretch, we're doing a pick and roll at the top with Tobias and Joel Embiid. They're doing a double screen. Harden chooses the one and then goes ISO two times. Hits two ridiculous step back threes. 
Um, another possession we come down. So they're still in the zone. We're running straight man-to-man offense. We just dribble the ball, dump it down to Embiid, and he goes four on one and tries to get a layup. And like you could see Doc Rivers on the sideline just losing his fucking mind because this we are running man-to-man offense versus zone. This is like seventh grade basketball shit, bro. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I, I'm I'm I, and I'm sitting there. And I'm like I'm I'm like dad. Like we need a new coach, bro. Like it, there's no way we're running a fucking man-to-man offense versus zone. But then you listen to Doc Rivers after the game. He's talking about it. He's like, we're getting into our sets like with five, ten seconds left in the shot clock. And I'm like, that is fucking facts. So, do do your players not know how to run the fucking set, Doc? Like, do they not hear you? Do we need a new voice in the locker room? Like, I don't know. End of story. I think Doc needs to fucking go. I I would like you know how people are like you want the 500k or like a dinner with somebody. Fuck the 500k. <laughs> I'm taking a dinner with Doc Rivers. I want to know how you finessed. Two professional basketball organizations for millions and millions of dollars will this being terrible at your fucking job. Holy fuck. Next topic. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, random question, though. Did you eat at the game? Nah, my dad got a, a pizza, but I was cool. I was, I was going to say, because as a Philly fan, I, I wanted the, to know, you know what you know, would eat at they the had, stadium. They, what, you know what they had that I did, but you know I didn't when I walked out there and saw they were selling fucking slushies with the Tito's about the game. I said, no shot. By fucking $28, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see, when you went, did you ever see like the milkshake thing in there now or no? Mm-mm. Bro, I got to go to the- I, I saw the go, bar. The I bar's I got to go to the Wells with you and show you this milkshake shit, bro. Yeah, you, you, it's it. like the same as like, it's like $18, but you get this like gourmet milkshake. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask that because as a Philly fan, I wanted to know what what the what your favorite food spot was at uh, Wells Fargo. I don't really like the Wells Fargo food. I mean, crab fries are crab fries. Like, yeah, but they know. they sell at the game too. At the yeah, what's called I'm the not a fan for it's. Real. I had a cheesesteak there a couple weeks ago. It was alright. Um, all right, let's start with Kyle Kuzma. We got some funny tweets here after the Wizards beat the Mavs. It was only a one point uh, win, but wins a win. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was saying that you know. So, like, you know, it's paraphrasing, of course. You know, for them, it's a showcase. They're over there trying to get paid. Not really trying to play winning basketball. Uh, and then, obviously, he says some things about Lucas, saying that, you know, for a team that's you know, has the aspiring MVP, we're a little bit different. Uh, well, Kuzma decides to quote tweet, uh, you know, Callie Kaplan, who released that news on, on Spencer Dewey's tweet, and says, the funny thing is, they don't play winning basketball with three laughing face emojis, you know, four peace signs and a clown clown emoji. So, did we like that out of Kuzma? Like, Kyle Kuzma, I, I, you know what's funny? You know, Dave, like, that's my right hand. I love Dave. He's been a huge Kyle Kuzma fan since college, and I've always been like, dude, Kyle Kuzma, like, he's cool, whatever, like, I kind of like when he talks this shit. This situation, though, both these guys, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, I, like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like Spencer Dinwiddie used to be in, used to be in Washington, didn't go well, got traded. Obviously, there's probably still some bad blood there. You're not too happy about the organization, whatever. But why the fuck do you even care? Like, Spencer Dinwiddie, why are you even talking about that after the game that you guys lost? You guys were just in the Western Conference Finals, very close to being in the Finals. Right. And you're, I think there are 60 in the West. The West is very competitive right now. I mean, you're very close to doing it again. There were the 60 last year when they made the run. Who gives a fuck about the Wizards? The Wizards are like the 12 seed. Like, yeah. And they made all these signs. Like, you know, who gives a fuck about the Wizards? I don't know. I think that shit, it's funny, but like, bah. I've been, you know, I've been a big, a big special Dinwiddie guy over the years. And just with like some of his play over the past couple years, I've kind of, when he caught with Luka, like, what Kuzma said about them not playing winning basketball, though, like, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of brain damage. Like, I get it. He's talking about Luka ball and like, it's Luka ISO, Dinwiddie ISO, you know what I mean? Pick and roll. But I mean, they play great defense. They have guys knock down threes. Like, they play winning basketball. It is what it is. But, 
the way then what he's been playing like he just like, i i love the confidence but like he just really thinks he's him and like it's like <laughs> i always because i really fuck with reggie jackson i love guys who just really just think they're him and go for it but like I, something about the way he moves i ain't been liking it lately so i've been kind of off him and this one was kind of just like all right spence like i'm just gonna leave you over here now you got it they're also like as you said they're like not in a playoff spot at all the Wizards, right? Yeah, like so, what the fuck? Like, I don't know why. Different and conference. I think like, it's also kind of funny. Like these players are going back at each other. You know, I love it. Which brings us to our next tweet from good old Stefan Diggs. Oh, and this is after the game. Can't wait to ask you a question about that. Because uh, yeah, we, we do have to spend some time on Stefan Diggs and his actions after this game. Okay. Um, Diggs tweets after the game. It's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result. Now. Savage Mode Eli Apple decides to quote tweet that exact tweet. And what does he say? Cancun on three with his emoji of the heart. Yeah, how, how'd you feel about that? Like, I think he's a little bit fucked up. Did you did you think he was doing that because that was Damar Hamlin's emoji? Or do you think he was just doing that? I think he was doing that because of the emoji. Yeah, like, I, 110%. Like, I saw that. And, like, my first reaction, I was like, damn, that's cold. <laughs> like I was like, you know what I mean, I'm like, yo. I saw that was like, yeah. Like, damn. And then like I didn't get to send you this tweet, but I think someone on the Bills quote tweeted and was like, like, like we get the shit Chill talk, out, bro. Yeah. but like any of that talk about Demar Ham and that's uncalled for. And that then shit, he came back on that it. That shit get you beat up. And then like, did you see he come? He Eli came said back like on he it? didn't. He didn't mean it. He was like, harm. I didn't mean it that way. All and I and did look at Eli Apple Twitter. I scrolled down. He was like retweeted a bunch of the Demar Hamlin shit. Obviously, when it happened, he did send for a tweet sure. out for him. I think he did mean that though. No, I do so think he meant that. I, shit, I'm saying, I don't think he means that in like a disrespectful manner or like a you know like not fuck them on him. No, I wasn't no, fuck like, them on. It was kind of like a everyone's on this kind of like fuck y'all. Like, this would be like fuck y'all. Like literally like one little stab right yeah. back at you. Like would I have done it? Yeah, nah, not. wouldn't have done it. But, but I, that's why he's Eli fucking Eli yeah, Apple. Eli and you know what I saw? I saw uh, you know. Over, I think it was some tweet saying the road that he's gone from. You know, he was hated in New York. Hated. He was hated in Carolina, hated. and then he moved to another team. And still and, wasn't as well. And now he's here, <laughs> still struggling. He got beat the fuck up in the Super Bowl. He got clowned again, and it's like, all right, let Eli have his fucking time. He got shit on, shit on, shit on, shit on, shit on, and now he's here doing this. Why can't he talk now? I don't. I like literally like. I only had a problem. Like the only thing I was like was the emoji. Besides that, I. Fucking love oh, the for character sure. of Eli Apple. I love the storylines of it because, bro, we need this shit. That's why, like, when you ask me, like, do you not like this shit with the Kuzma and Spencer Dinwiddie? I think that shit was dumb, but I like it because it adds storylines. Like, it makes the shit more interesting. Like, we need. It shows the more competitive people, time. People love, like, they want to, like, I remember, like, you know what I'm saying? When you're doing the stuff for, like, you did it probably for college golf when you do it for college, for college sports in high school. They're like, you can't tweet certain things mm -hmm. and you got to delete this and you can't post this. Man, fuck that shit. Once you get recruited, you make it to the league and all that, bro. You want a contract? Like, bro, I want to know what you were thinking, bro. I love when Josh speeches. I love these players with their mind, bro. I think that shit's well, it's hilarious. It's like, uh, you know, when when um, uh, Micah Parsons tweeted about... Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he's been tweeting a lot. Brittany Griner. He was tweeting a lot. And I didn't like how he tried to take the little wholesome route after he lost. He was like, no, people. Well, be, because they told people, him to take it down. Not the Brittany Garner, but he. I uh, He was like, people I love people who are here when you're at your lowest and not here when you're at the. Some it was some shit like that. I'm like, bro, you've been talking shit all season, bro. Say that shit. Yeah. What were you saying? No, my fault. No, just that like like having PR people on that point yeah. because like I, I remember seeing that and then I like clicked on it like a little bit later in the day. I remember I was working. And it said, like, this tweet's been deleted. I'm like, yo, his PR guy definitely said that. Nah, said, take this was, shit down. He was speaking his mind when he first came to the league about sure. a lot of shit. I was for like, sure. all right, Micah, I fuck but with I it. I also got to understand, like, 
This is a dude just speaking his mind with a big platform as a big... Uh, he's 21, 22 years old. Exactly. Okay? So, everybody's got to chill on that. Uh, but, yeah, we do like the competitiveness there from uh, Eli Apple. And it didn't stop there. There's many other tweets back at Diggs. He was quote, he was retweeting them. He was putting laughing faces. He said he's going to send Josh Allen and Diggs to couples therapy that on him that he was going to pay hilarious. for it. Um, and, and just a little bit note on that. Uh, you know, we see the competitiveness from Diggs saying, you know, to Allen, throw me the ball or some shit, whatever he was saying. I don't know, and this is my stance on this, after the game, I understand you're frustrated, um, but when you get to the locker room first and you pack up your shit and you leave, um, I wasn't, I was a little bit turned off on that. Uh, I do, I 100% understand yeah, it, bro. Yeah, leaving, leaving's kind of OD, bro. But, and he was brought back, but then he left again, like. Nah, leaving's OD. Like, I've been, I've been in the position before, like, like, my, la literally the last high school basketball game, I was so pissed off. Went to the locker room first, ripped my jersey off, threw that shit in the corner, and, like, got my phone, whatever. Didn't leave, though. But, like, leaving's OD. I can yeah. get, like, when people, like, I see when people lose and they run to the locker room, like, yeah, you just want to get in there, get this shit off, like, scrub it. Like, get this shit off me. Like, I don't even, like, fuck. Like, what the fuck? But, like, don't leave. But the shit with him on the sideline, though, like, I don't really mind that. I don't mind that either. We talked about the Odell shit. Like, I was always on Odell's side with that shit when he was doing the stuff on the sideline. I think it's, like, it, it's just human emotion, bro. Like, you're playing. The game you love at the fucking highest level, like and in a people, huge moment, people, like give kids, me the ball. Kids freak the fuck out, and I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay at all, because like, but people freak the fuck out in high school, middle school. Like, it's just the competitive nature. You're doing at this high at the highest level. Do I like? Do I like him calling out his quarterback like that on the sideline? Like, no. Does he know the cameras on him? No. Like, did they just lose the playoffs to their rival? Yes. And then did he get locked out, locked down, quote unquote, by Yellow Apple? Yes. That's all in his mind. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just heat of the moment shit. Like, and I'm pretty sure they're boys. Like, they play like Warzone together and shit. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, obviously, Josh wasn't trying to hear that shit. Like, Josh isn't going to sit there and try to talk to him at that time. Like, I like. No, his head was down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to say anything to him, bro. You gave him the ball two times this game. Like, it is what it is. So. I don't really mind it. It is what it is. I, I, I like what McDermott said and had his back. I don't think it's a problem. I, and and obviously, you know, people are going to make this speculation. Oh, well, Diggs is out of town. Yeah. You know, no. It's just heat of the moment. And you want your star player to get the ball in big moments when we're down. And Because he had 17 targets. And, oh, to the Bills token, that <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, okay, back over to basketball. LeBron James last night, first player in NBA history to score at least 40-plus points against every team in the NBA throughout his career. He had 46 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and 9 three-pointers, which is a career high. Um, unbelievable. I think it's insane he can still do this. Made me lead to this question, which is the reason why I sent it to you, because I want to be reminded of this. His goal is to play with Bronny. Mm -hmm. Now, when he said that at first, I was like, yeah, crazy. Like, he ain't going to be able to do that shit. Like, play with Bronny, bro? You got some years, bro. You look bad now. Y'all not making the playoffs. What the fuck? Not going to make the playoffs this year either. But, like, right. if he's still dropping 40, shooting 9 threes. Like, can he play with Bronny? And then, plus, did you hear about Bronny's recruiting uh, um, did you process? They have to go through a publicist to talk to the mom. And then from the mom, you can finally come talk to Bronny. Yeah, like, there's a whole ordeal. Oh, I thought you were going to say what, 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 what Bron said when he said, uh, you know, he, he can play at, the, at any level, uh, you know, for college. He's like, if, if he wants to play at a certain college, all it takes is my phone call from me. I mean, that's probably true. But yeah, but like, that's okay, probably but true. yes, but yes. But what if he's really like, what if in that case, he's not like the best? What are you going to say? Did you see, you know, did you see he's no Bron? He made the McDonald's All-American game as a four star. Did you see that? Some people had a problem with that. Now, I don't have a problem with anything they do with Bronny in high school. You got to understand it's Bronny fucking junior. So um, we want people to watch the All-American game. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, put yeah. Bronny junior in that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have no problem with that. We're going to see what he's like when he gets to college. Because I'm sure he's going to go to some high major D1. I'm sure 
he's gonna want to play pretty early. If not, it's gonna be a pretty big story. For sure, we'll see early on. I'm not. Like, I think people who like nitpick his shit and say he's overrated. Like people do that with him, like Arch Manning. Like you're just weird, bro. Just wait till he gets to the fucking Fuck, yeah to the, to the stage, and we'll see there. And even when he gets there, like just I mean, just let him rock. I, I'm just not one of those people that over speculate. But like, I think. If if Bron gets to put a forty on nine threes and try to carry the fucking Lakers when AD's hurt, I don't see why he couldn't play with Bronny, bro. AD's hurt. Who the fuck else is scoring on that team? Because he could just turn into like, what if he just turned into a big ass stretch four? Yeah, bro. And just like just wanted to play forever with Bronny, like just like I'm just gonna be a stretch four. I'm like I'm gonna be Boris Diaw, but athletic and can shoot. Well, he could be he could be like the 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 Iguodala to the, no bullshit to the, to the Warriors actually to the Lakers, you and know? play. I, I actually I'm starting to think he can do it. I actually am starting to think he can I mean, do when it. we're dropping these kind, kinds of numbers, when we have literally nobody else that wants to score the basketball, yeah, it's crazy. Pat two back. fucking points. Thank fuck for him. Like, below. bro, we got we got Russell throwing fucking thirteen. He, he's having a better year for us. Thank you. Like, thank you. Yeah, finally. thank you for the. And they're very quiet about that. They're very quiet about that. Of course, because LeBron James is doing that. Yeah, exactly. Um, that shit with Brian's recruitment is crazy. A publicist. I did to not know that, bro. From the mom to Bronny. I did not know that. Fuck. Uh, before we get to our PGA stuff here with Patch Greed and Rory McIlroy, I did see another thing here today that I want to get uh, your opinion on. Uh, comments were not too happy about this one from the front office sports, the business side of sports on Twitter. Stephen A. Smith says that he wants to do late night television one day, potentially succeeding Jimmy Kimmel. Quote, if at all possible, end quote. And that is via uh, a tweet from Pardon, uh, a quote from some from Stephen A. Smith on Pardon My Take. Uh, from Barstool Sports. I kind of like it. I was going to, like, my initial reaction was, like, he's tweaking. Because late night TV's dying, um, like, no one's going to really watch that shit. Maybe because Stephen A's doing it. But, like, at that point, like, Stephen A has the, the the definition of probably fuck you money. Like, who does he care late night TV's dying? If that's been his dream forever, I guess. I'm- like, I don't, like, bro, like, also, just do a, a podcast. That's true. Like, fuck, the, like, what do you mean, bro? I think now, I think the difference would be, um... This is just literally a guess for me, but being fu- like you're always you've always been in front of the camera, but now you get to be in front of the camera in front of a live audience about something about different shit about different shit, and you still get to do what you love. He has no, time, he, has he been on like CNN and shit? Uh, probably, but like it's uh, f- to the same like side of that. It's like he gets to talk with everyone and anyone. At this point. That would be cool. Nah, so, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. I kind of like it, but a lot of the stuff was like he could revive late night TV. I think he'd have to do that shit like now before he gets too old. Because like our generation, that all everyone watched Stephen A. growing up, like I guess maybe like I'll probably tune in early late night. Like oh, let's see what Stephen A.'s talking about. And if it's good, I could see. It. I mean, I could probably start watching it. But like, I think it's interesting. I, I just do a fucking podcast, bro. Release every week. I'll just listen to that, bro. I don't, yeah, because okay, we have like Stephen A. Smith on first take. We have Stephen A. Smith. World, we yeah. have him on Wednesday night basketball. Um, yeah, so I thought that was cool because it's a different side. We're gonna different. see like you know actors and movie yeah. stars. We're not gonna see you know. There's been gamers on Kimmel, like yeah, so right? Like, like we're like ninjas been on there. Exactly. Like we're not gonna see you know a regular everyday Josh Allen and LeBron Facts. James, right? That shit would be cool. Um, okay, over to uh, our final tweet here and our final piece of drama here before we get to these conference championships. Um, man, man, oh man, we're back talking about the PGA. Finally, oh finally, it's been God, a little bit too long. Bro. Patrick Reed and Gentlemen's Rory McIlroy. Right? Yeah, gentlemen's league. Oh my God. <laughs> so this is the crazy part. You know, we we were just talking about the beef and the competitiveness and people going back and forth at each other. I guess it goes around. What goes around comes around because now we're doing it in the PGA. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the video already, definitely go check it out. 
And Patrick Reed walks up to Roy McIlroy, shaking hands, doing this and that with some other people, but not, had just so happens to not be Royal McIlroy. Yeah, he's he's kind of fixing some shit in his bag, getting some of his golf balls together, getting ready to practice on the range. He does not acknowledge Reed at all. And what does he do? Reed walks away and throws the tee at him and flicks the tee right at his knee or some bullshit like that. Patrick Reed going on saying that he's acting childish and this and that and the other. <laughs> um, and he said, you know, if you're going to act like a child, you should be treated by it like one. Um, so Rory was asked about it in a press conference and we have a little quote here kyle porter the face too is funny the face too is funny uh kyle at kyle porter cbs with this one here i was subpoenaed by his lawyers this is from on christmas eve this is from rory trying to have some trying to have a good time with my family uh and someone (laughs) comes up on your doorstep and delivers that you're not going to take it well i'm living in reality i don't know where and in you know parentheses here reed is living so, uh, <laughs> I mean, some gentleman's game we got going on here. Like it's the just the the beef of once again, live and PGA, and from time to time again we continue to see it. There's gonna be people. Patrick like, Reed is also fucking weird as hell for yeah, all this lawyer shit. Okay? Yeah, no, nah, exactly. I think because I think with this whole situation, right? There's people like the PGA side, the live side, and like the PGA side, their own worry side, and the, the live side, their own Pat Reed side. I really think they're both kind of acting like children here. Mm-hmm. Keep it a bean, like. Why in the fuckity fuck are we sending someone a subpoena on Christmas Eve? That's 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 wild. Do like, we even know what it's for? Like defamation or some shit? Probably because like, he's talking shit about him. This is literally disrespect at its finest. Like it makes, that we're gonna do it on that day. You could send that. Like it could have, it, it, like even New Year's Eve would be like well, all right. But like it's like New Year's Eve. Like okay, cool, fuck it, whatever. I might be going out tonight, but like I'll drink and forget about it, whatever. Like that still would be questionable as fuck. But like Christmas Eve is crazy in my opinion. Um, but even though like okay, Pat. Might have realized he probably fucked up with that. Was like, I have a chance to go see Rory in person. I'm gonna go shake his hand, whatever. I respect that. I I respect the fuck out of that. And I I think me personally, if someone, we've all people that we've thought done us wrong. I have no problem with shaking your hand after the fact. If you're gonna come to me like a man, shake my hand, want to talk to me, bro. Like we don't have to be cool. Pat Reed and Rory McIlroy are never going to play in a four ball together on the same team. They're never gonna get dinner after the round together. But I can shake your hand and be like, right. yeah. And we can be like, and I, not, No, but I can tell you your face. I can shake, that was fucked up what you did, bro. What was up with that? And shake your hand and we can talk about it. Like, man, I didn't like how Rory did that. Um, and then, like, I didn't like how Patrick Reed going to flick the team back at him. Like, what are we, in seventh grade? Like, the whole shit to me was just – and then and then when he when Rory hears the name of the press conference, he makes that face. It was funny, but, like, it's still just like – he's like, like – like, I think they asked him, like, are you going to talk to Patrick Reed or something like ever again? And he was just like – I also saw some like, weird bro, shit, bro. it's funny, but, like, bro, like – we all got it. Let's, come on. Like I don't know if this was real or not. Like maybe this was like some fake shit that I fell for. Um but I also saw that like the tea that he threw was like a live tea. Uh it's come on, bro. Like, <laughs> and again, I don't know if that's real or not. I don't know if that's real or not, but I came across it and I was like, hmm. It's like Pat if that's real, that's fucking hilarious. Cause Pat, he was like, you know, it just so happens that, that was a live tea that I threw at him. Like, bro, are we in fucking middle school? Like, dude? Pat, like you subpoenaed him on Christmas Eve. <laughs> You sent someone to his doorstep to subpoena him on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Then you try to right your wrong. And I respect you trying to right your wrong. And it doesn't go the way you planned it. So you flick a lifty at him? You f- like, that's just bitch-made behavior. And I, I oh, man. Didn't this guy, like, didn't he, like, cheat in the in the tour before? Yeah. I Multiple at, times, I liked, and I, and I liked Patrick Reed. I really did. And I, I liked Rory, too. And they're both of them in this situation. I'm just like... Damn, guys. Y'all both had an opportunity to look like someone Someone could have took the high road here. I understand. I, I understand Rory not doing it. Like, 
probably fucked my Christmas up. I probably had family over. I'm Rory fuck sure. with McElroy. I live in a mansion. I probably had thousands of people at my house. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I get it. I just would have handled it differently. You know? but that's I love the end of it, too. You know, I'm living in reality. I don't know where he's living. All right, bro. Like, damn, all right, dude. All right, bro. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right, bro. Uh, Enough of the drama. Again, you're going to see more of that as our shows continue in 2023. But now on to Conference Championship Weekend. We're going to start in order of the games here. Um, And I know guys watching on YouTube, once again, if you are enjoying this episode, and if you do like Surfside Iced Tea Vodka, drop a like on the video and comment your favorite alcoholic beverage to drink while watching sports. Okay. 49ers and Eagles. We're going to go in order here. Damn, that I was know. tough out of you. I like that. Thank you. That's tough. Thank you. Right on the spot. That's tough. You know, they, they fucking doubt me, Manny. They doubt me. <laughs> they doubt me. They fucking doubt me. Clip it, chat. <laughs> fucking, okay. All right. Um, God, I love being gassed up, okay? I love, it feels good, okay? All right. Uh, 49ers. We're going to go in order here. I know probably would have liked to end with the Eagles here, but I do want to keep this uniform here. Uh, would you have actually liked a night game here, or do you like the 3 p.m. 6.30? No, I think they're cock-slotting. Uh... I'm not talking about the placement of the Eagles game. I'm talking about timing for both games in general. Would you oh, have, okay. okay. Like, would, you, no, no. would you have like a, 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 like a 6.30? No, I, 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 I hate that. 6.30, 8.30. 4.30, 8.15? I hate that they did 3 and 6, bro. I hate that. Like, I understand it. Like, you don't want people at Sunday. You want people locked in, whatever. People are going to watch the conference championships no matter what the fuck time is if you like football. And, like, think about, like, the shit, like, I guess the West Coasters like it, but, like, imagine, remember we're in L.A. with Josh and we're watching fucking college football bowl games at 10 a.m.? Bro. Like, I'm not trying to watch, I'm not trying to watch two conference championships at at noon and three. Just because, like, just for me as a football fanatic, like, that's just my night. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to link with the boys. We're going to do something. Like, it's just a night. And the other thing with that is, like, if you're out in West Coast time, like, you get done the six thirty game, it's dinner time. Wait, is that hard? Is that tough though? Like, are you just are you at a darty in Cali, like at Malibu at yeah, a darty? But then, bro, but then you just nah, go, nah, nah, nah. That might be tough. No, because mm-mm, no, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Remember no. the bungalow? Remember the bungalow? Facts. Imagine you're in the bungalow yeah, but all like, day. What TVs though? All right, I'm just saying if they had if, like, it, if they had sure. TVs, like we're in Malibu, like we're in a bungalow type setting, like it's some baddies, it's some dudes, we're gambling, got the game on all day, it's a darty. That might. But then, but then what? Then, then after that, after the Bengals game, yeah, it's dinner that, time, and then it's like, oh, nah, back to work tomorrow. No, nah, like, the, the thing that sucks about that is after the game, you just got to keep drinking. Like you got. Oh yeah, because it's fucking six. You're gonna be fucked. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. You're gonna. It's be, gonna be come nine o'clock. Yeah, you're hungover. You're Fuck gonna be no. Fucked. I want to deal with this problem tomorrow. Yeah, yeah you're gonna be fucked. That's right? so funny. I don't know. All right, back to the regular schedule program. Um, let me. While we're opening up this game, I do want to make sure Fandle's up here so I can get exact lines. Yeah, I need lines. I just want to make sure that that we're right on uh, the exact lines if we have any any movement. I saw Propaude, shout out Propaude, saying that now the Chiefs had flipped yep. to minus one um, instead of Bengals as, I think, minus one and a half favorites. Yeah, because the market's overreact. Like, they didn't overreact. Well, that is a market overreaction. Once the line's open, the Bengals were dogs, and they bet them right to favorites. So I was like, all right. Cause probably because of Patty's ankle, respectfully. Right, so we have our let's start with the Eagles game. Um, while I get this all logged in bullshit typed in here, um, poor planning. Uh, okay, so Eagles hosting Niners. This one, I'm gonna say it right off the bat, they're not gonna score 38 again on the defense. What's the total? Uh, 46. And you think that's too high? I think. I don't. Yeah, like, I think I, that's too high too. I like, like the under there. It's got to be the under first of all. Like first of all, and I don't do forty six and a half. I think that's kind of crazy, right? I don't do. Uh, it is, but I don't do. And I've said this multiple times. Are they smoking? 
I don't do what's it called? Uh, fuck. Bro, what do they know? That's what I'd be saying. Like, why is that shit 46 and a half, bro? What the fuck is Brock Purdy about to do to us, bro? Nada. And like, I, look, I mean, they could. And there is a world where there is a world where Jalen Hurts goes off. Brock Purdy has to match that. But like, isn't CMC fucked up? Like, CMC's all hampered. I think he has his calf is fucked up. His knee's fucked up. I mean, it's Brock Purdy. Lights in Philly. Conference trip. Remember the last time someone came in for the conference trip with a backup? <laughs> What's up, Vikings fans? Didn't go well. Didn't go well at all. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know what? Other, like, this is complete side note. What people said about that Vikings game uh, and the Giants game. Giants apparently tried to dress Rocky, and so did the Vikings. The same outcome. Oh, I didn't know God, Giants man. fans. That? I was told that last that? night. And they were like, yo, get your fans. And I'm like, bro, I'm not claiming that. Okay? I'm That's not doing insane. that. We gotta learn from other people's um, mistakes. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah. Nah, but I, I don't think they're. I mean, what is it? They're trying to say brockuary or whatever. Like, I, I, I think, I think the party stops now. You know, what my think, final score prediction is. Hmm. I'm not. I don't. I still don't have a winner, honestly. Uh, twenty four twenty. I like it. I, I was. I, I, I think that's a good score. I was. I was even thinking like. 2017, 2016. Because let's not remember. Like, like, let's not forget. I was thinking a real grinder. I, the reason why I give the Eagles the edge in this game is I think it's going to be a real grinder defensive game. I think it's going to be in the teens for most of the game. The Eagles have more playmakers that are going to be able to just go get you one in that situation. Yes, they have Debo. Yes, they have Ayuk. Yes, they have uh, CMC, but he's a little hampered. But, like, I just don't trust Brock as much as I trust Jalen Hurts to just be able to get those guys in the position late game, pressure situation. If you prove you wrong, prove you wrong. But... I absolutely love the Eagles in this matchup. I'd even think, like, isn't this by two and a half? Yeah, two and a half. Have some fun. You move that bitch up to seven. Let's also not fucking... Have, let's move that bitch up to seven. Let's have some fun. You want alternates like that? Let's go up to seven. Let's have some fun. Let's, let's not also forget, I'm not. this is not me putting any shade to the Eagles. Niners held Dallas to 12 points. I'm not saying Dallas is Philly. Nobody fucking assume that, okay? Dak Prescott plays quarterback over there. Let's just remember that. I know I'm saying that, All but right. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you, you still have to give some credit to the defense. Like, 38's not going to happen again. I I will be, once again, I was shell-shocked. I was completely wrong on the Giants game, and and they got killed, and they got blown out. I will, once again, gladly be wrong here and be shell-shocked for a second time in back-to-back weeks. I don't see a blowout. I really don't. Like, tell me otherwise, because I, I, I don't see it happening. I do see a very tight game, as it should be, though, right? NFC Championship game, as it should be. Supposedly supposed to be two of the best teams, the one and two seed. Is best it shocking? Team, best team in the league, but... For sure. And you have your best pass rush out of the Philadelphia Eagles and arguably best defense. You could put the Eagles as the best defense. I think statistically you put the Niners, but it still doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Respectfully. Got the best offensive line out of Philly. Um I like I like people are saying like, you know, you This play. is the matchup we all wanted to see. That's true. And you know what what other, what I heard throughout this week as well about, you know, oh, you can stick uh you can stick Brock, you can stick anybody in the in the 49ers offensive scheme, right? And we're seeing it, right? Because Brock Purdy's in that offense. They have Debo. They have this. They have that. We got IU. We got CMC. We have that defense. Look, he's won seven straight. It's working. And then, you know, obviously you look at the other side, and we already had this conversation last week. Put Gardner Minshew and Eagles, and it's different. Why? Because the offense runs on Jalen Hurts. Simple as that. And what I'm taking away from that point is everyone's trying to say, Oh, you can put Brock Purdy in these weapons, and 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 they got an elite team, and you can put anybody there. What are we? We're taking so much away from the Eagles. Are you comparing Debo to AJ Smitty? Like, they're still again. I'm gonna say, it. there's a talent gap. Once again, on the receivers. Okay, running backs a little different I think story. The whole team is a talent 
I think. I mean, I, I, I. Do you think this is gonna be a blowout? I'm not like blowout meaning like, 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 uh, uh like, 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 fourteen Listen, points, two I, touchdowns. I, I realistically think this game's gonna end up like twenty to seventeen, twenty sixteen birds. I do think there is a world where we beat the shit out of them. Like, and when I say beat the shit out of them, I'm thinking like twenty four thirteen. 26 to 13. I think the highest shit. you go is is highest you go is is two touchdowns. Yeah, highest. I think no, that's what I'm saying. I think, but I think you could fuck around with an alternate spread minus seven. But I can see it's one of my 10. 20 to 10. You think that's that's how to reach 20 to fucking 10? You know what I did see? Um, over under touchdowns. I believe the Eagles were three and a half touchdowns or two and a half, and the Niners are one and a half or two and a half. Bro, why is this over under 46 and a half? Because now I'm tweaking, bro. Yeah, that means 24 23. At the, like at and and we're and, and mine and mine was under still at twenty twenty four twenty. In what? Ah, I had too much pride because Brock could put up twenty four against this, but like I don't see I'm it just happening. Saying, like defensive touchdown, maybe turnovers, maybe that's the thing with them, bro. I, the thing, the reason why I like it so much is because Jalen Hurts does not turn the ball over, and honestly, for them to beat us in this game, they need they need turnovers, they need positive field possession. Because there's, I just don't think there's even what the even if CMC's healthy, I don't think there's any way he's just gonna Brock's gonna be able to dot us down the field consistently with his defense. I don't think. Well, I'm 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 super excited for two players to watch in that defense. Number one to see if Nick Bosa can drive through this line, through this powerhouse, best offensive line in the league, and actually get to Jalen Hurts because he's gonna have his work cut out for him. Let's say he does get through, right? Well, Jalen Hurts is going to move like he always does and get out, of, get out of the pocket and go find six yards, go find seven yards, find a first down there. Can he chase him down? The other person I'm excited to see is let's see the spy out of Fred Warner and let's also see him drop into coverage like a cornerback. Dude is fucking elite. Yeah, and guess who passed nasty. on him? Guess who passed on him years ago? The New York Giants. Three picks before. This is, a, this is a game where everyone's going to see how good Lane Johnson and Jordan Marlotta are on the edge. Very true. Because, I mean, they, they do it time and time again. They deliver during the playoff run. And, I mean, it, it, Lane, Lane and Jordan have been rock solid all year. And, like, it, it, it just sucks because you're O-line and no one really talks about it. I mean, even, like, the whole line has been rock solid. But I think with this game, with the weapons that the 49ers do have on the D-line, I can't even deny it. I, I do think Lane Johnson and Marlotta step up. They, I, there's something about this team and, like, they take Jalen Hurts personal, bro. Like, anytime you see someone talk shit in the media about Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, like, Jordan Mylott is the first motherfucker to be like, bro, all right, like, who's talking? Like, you know what I mean? I, I just I just don't think they're going to let him get touched. I don't think there's going to be any turnovers. And I think the birds get a W. I got a good question here, too. Um, Something I did do, I'm going to say before I let you go. I got to keep it going. When the Eagles made the run in 17, I watched every single game in a different spot. And I saw someone tweet, like, if whoever you, wherever you watch the game, watch it again. I'm going to do what I did in 17. You know, I'm watching every single game in a different spot. I got one. Um, before I get to my question here, um, I was talking to my mom today, and she's like, you know, we're going to Victoria's for the game. They're having some people over and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, we uh, we had obviously had a bunch of people over, you know, last weekend for, you know, the holiday game. And we still have some Guinness left over. And she's like, um, we're bringing that Guinness over. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I had two Guinness during the game, and the Eagles won. So I'm going to have two Guinness like and that. watch the Eagles win. I like that. It's kind of same same little thing I there. I like that. Um, so I'm going to pose a question here. Uh, I want you to start with the 49ers and then end with the Eagles. If the 49ers were to win this game, I need an MVP of the game for the 49ers if they were to win. And then if the Eagles win the game, I want an MVP of that ga- of the game, of the game. And then if the Eagles win, I want an MVP from the game on the Eagles side. MVP for the 49ers. If the, if the, 49ers, if the 49ers win, I got Kittle for sure. 
just because you could see like when it, when it came down to it, the connection was there, and like it's, it's gonna have to happen. They're not gonna run the ball over us. They're gonna have to pass the ball. And I don't think it's gonna be Ayuk. It's gonna have to be George Kittle. Um, for us, I have my man for the Eagles. I think it's just gotta. It's just gotta be Jalen Hurts. But I, in my opinion, there's gonna be an unsung hero because he's been doing it all year. And like this offense is is you say it runs around Jalen Hurts, but it runs around it runs around starting to be able to establish the run. And Miles. with Miles Sanders being a thousand yard rusher this year, like. Him and Kenneth, I'm going to go with him and Kenneth Gainwell because Kenneth Gainwell had a big game too. That running back duo, if we can establish a run of the 49ers, that will be the MVP of the game because that opens up the whole game for us. I'm going A.J. Brown. Why? 22 yards. Big plays. Pissed at 22 yards against the Giants. Pissed at Sirianni. Wants his chance. Wants his shot in a big-time moment. I'm going A.J. Brown all day. I like that. I would love to see A.J. Brown. You know, he had like, you know, nine catches, 100 and, you know, 16 yards and a touchdown. I like that. Take it all day. Um... So, if I had to pick a winner, I, I have to. I'm obviously, we're live. I have to say a winner here. Um, God, dude, like, I don't, I'm a Giants fan. I live outside Philly. I'm sick and tired of seeing Eagles fans. Um, as much as I, like, want to say the 49ers, like, like, I, I got to say the Eagles. But I know who's going to beat them in the Super Bowl, and that's where we're going. Um, sorry. I had to get my little lick in there. But I do think the Eagles win this game, and they go back again. Uh, it's just team of destiny, team to beat, best offense, uh, arguably best defense, best offensive line. You just got stats don't lie, right? And you know people are gonna say should have should Sirianni have been as a coach of the year candidate? Oh well, he had the easiest schedule of the year. Doesn't really matter. I don't really care that he's not in the coach of the year candidacy at all because shit's bullshit to be honest. Teams there already. Regardless, it should be Brian Dable, and that's not even a biased statement. Took a team with. 13 losses last year to this. That's no question. They have McDermott over Sirianni. Yeah. Let's be real here. And Doug's in there, too. That's fine. I, the, the final three should be, in my opinion, wait, let me make sure I'm not tweaking. I'm going to say Doug, Dable, and Sirianni. It's fair, too. It's fair. Who am I missing? McDermott? And then who was the fifth one? They Because it went, it went from five to three. God, I'm tweaking. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. I just don't I, – I think – I don't know, bro. There's just no way like you have McDermott as a coach as as the final in the final three over Nick Sirianni. I think that's crazy. That's yeah, absolutely. Oh insane. yeah. So you had Dable, Kyle Shanahan, yeah, and yeah. and then Doug Peterson. All right, no, I keep. You know who was also I, in it, there though? Um, Sirianni was in there. Um, one. What's that? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So you had you had Brian Dable, Shanahan, Sirianni, McDermott, and Doug. And there was uh, at one point uh, Dan Campbell was a thought. Okay, I, I get I get Kyle Shanahan way more than I get fucking McDermott to be honest, way more. But Sirianni, I honestly like I don't know. Am I dumb for saying like why put Kyle Shanahan in there? Yeah, pretty stupid. Really? They they they, they had three quarterbacks. That's true. That's just and they won they've won twelve games in a row and it's a championship. Brock Purdy, bro, Mr. Irrelevant. Beat Tom Brady, too. That's, it doesn't matter how – I don't think it matters how good your team is in that standpoint. Three quarterbacks and Mr. Irrelevant as the one that fills in and loses the NFC championship. Yeah. I tip that no matter that, what. You got it. That's you. All right, over to our final game as we finally can wrap up this drama-filled show for you guys. <coughs> Bengals go to Arrowhead again, and we can see if Joe Burrow I and love the Bengals – up. Are the Bengals going to go 4-0? Is Burrow going to go back to the Super Bowl again, or does Patty Burrowhead is crazy? Stop it! Burrowhead is crazy, and I think they're taking that shit personal. 
person now. Whatever shot they got to give to Patrick Mahomes, whatever, he's going to be cool. Chiefs now minus one. Promise you're going to be cool. I think they're talking a little too crazy. The thing is, though, it's going to take another Kelsey just absolute, just like, you know what I mean? Like, does he have that in the tank one more time versus a very complete team in the Bengals? Can Kader- like, I think the Chiefs are going to need an unsung hero. That's that's my takeaway from this. If the Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl, they need an unsung hero because they haven't had it yet. It's not going to be Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey all the way to the fucking bowl. They need Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Juju I think, and who I think it is, because I like him a lot, I think it's Pacheco. Mm-hmm. I think it's pa- a big game, too. I think if Pacheco can keep having big games, that's the missing piece they need, or they need someone on the defense to get like a turnover or a defensive touchdown. Besides that, if the game just goes Kelsey Mahomes are trying to force it down and, Mahomes, and and Juju gets two two targets and and Pacheco has his seventy yards, but we can't really establish him because Burrow and the boys are doing their thing and they're going the fuck home, bro. Like the Bengals are a complete ass team. I think we're hanging our heads too much on the fact that it's three zero. Oh, they're gonna make it four zero. I think we're talking a little bit crazy on that too much and just going back to the fact. You guys want to go? I'm gonna say it again. You guys we can check the pin TikTok on our TikTok page. What did I say last year? Why can't we root for the underdog? Once again, they opened as the favorites. Now they're the underdog again. Why are we not rooting for Joe Burrow to go to a second straight Super Bowl? And this time, he's not going to fucking lose it. And you know who the Super Bowl MVP is? Fucking Joe Burrow. I I, I cannot stress this enough. Joe Burrow will not go back to another Super Bowl and lose twice. And Eagles fans are going to say, well, he's never seen this defense. That is 110% true. But... Joe Burrow is going to beat the Chiefs again. And people are going to say, well, it's 4-0. I don't give a shit about the 4-0. People are going to start saying now. I've seen the conversations all on ESPN Radio, all over sports media, this, that, and the other. Well, if if Mahomes, if, if Burrow beats Mahomes again, he's in the question of being the best quarterback in the league, and he's better than Mahomes. So we got to start putting more respect on Burrow. Maybe, but I don't think we're there just Not yet. Maybe. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, dude, I mean... Low key, not even like I, I, I even think that like the Burrow head shit. Like I think they are really gonna take that personal. That that don't sit well with a team like that. They ran the conference, talking crazy like that. But now we're playing this card, right? Last year, because no, nah, remember what Joe? Remember how Joe Mixon felt about them tickets getting sold? For sure. And Joe said it too. Get the Burrow head, bro. That's fucking crazy, bro. Burrow head. Nah, G. I would be tweaking if they were saying about my crib. I'm on a chip here. I went to the I went to the I went to the championship how many times? Burrowhead. Did he lose when he went to the chip? But now that's it. Now we're play we're play and he played a good defense. Burrowhead. Did he score like defense. 20 points? But now we're playing Wasn't a, his defense that won that shit? We're playing a different Burrow card. Is crazy. We have a different card at stake now. Last year it was, well, we went through Patrick Mahomes. This year, if he gets through in this game, we're now saying he went through Josh Allen and the Bills in Buffalo. Then he goes through Mahomes again in Harrowhead. And he's back in the Super Bowl. There's a different, there's like a different level at stake here because now it's not just I went through one monster and got there. And now I went through two monsters, two great teams, a Super Bowl fucking favorite, by the way, two of them, but a team out of the Bills that was everyone was saying was going to win. And now to, to Kansas damage. City. Whoever said that, brain damage. Newsflash for you. Wait, this, You've been saying this, it all this year. This podcast has been that since week one. You've been saying that Literally, all year, they, blew out, they blew out the Rams week one. And I saw everyone was hype, and I was like, "Did y'all not just peep how bad the Rams got?" I'm like, yeah. "I'm gonna that the Rams are just bad." It is what it is. I was a hater though, but I was right though. No, you're right. I was, I was, I was in agreement with you, but slightly. Like I was still on the Bills being. I crazy. thought it was crazy. 
I say a lot of shit really early that sounds crazy. I was still on the Bills, like, but I was rooting for Burrow in that game. I mean, like, in this sense, if he goes back, like, yes, like, if the Eagles win this game, I mean, would be nice to bring another chip back to the city after, you know, getting one a couple years ago. We never had one before. I can't, like, fathom the fact that Burrow would go back twice and then lose again. I can. But again, Jim right? Kelly went four times. You just did. Jim you Kelly just brought up the good point of, uh, you know, losing to the Rams. And at that time, Rams had an immaculate defense. What is he running into? Both immaculate defense. I mean, he's literally so, running into almost the same type of constructed team, except the quarterback is just a little bit younger. I know, I mean, a little bit younger, a decade younger, pretty much. But like, that's pretty much dip. like two crazy number one wide receivers, a crazy defense, a great. We have two great corners, great D line, two super solid linebackers. I think I, if we see if we, I, I love whoever we. I think this is our. Me personally, I think this is our bowl. I think the Bengals will be a tough game, but I think we match up just so well with them to the fact, like, I mean, what, I mean, Jamar and T, I'll, let's go. Slahane Barrett is what we paid you for. CJ's over the top. Like, let's get it. We have this pastures coming after y'all. You want to run the, you want to run the ball with Joe Mixon? Well, TJ Edwards is the most underrated Mike linebacker in the league. Kaiser White's been having a great year. Hard D line, still hard D line. Let's go. What's up, Joe Mixon? What you trying to do? <laughs> Joe Burrow, you're not about to run. We struggle with scrambling quarterbacks. Remember you said that, they said that in the Giants game? We struggle with scrambling quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, let's rock out. What's right. mean? He's not really right. Pat Mahomes on a limp leg? Let's rock out. I, I I will be I'd feel bad for Patty if he had to play us in the chip, bro. I, so I, that's who how I feel. in in this in this AFC I'm side, rooting for I'm rooting for the Chiefs. You got Chiefs? Because I no no no. I had the Bengals. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Okay. Cause I just I think we match up better with them. Yeah, like that's that's me with the Eagles. Like I'm I have the Eagles. I, I can't even say that. That's so disrespectful living in Philly. Let's <laughs> I'm I'm gonna just cut that point. Um <laughs> I'm not obviously not gonna cut it, but uh, and then I'm rooting for I'm rooting for I'm rooting and taking the Bengals, and I saw the tweet from Propati saying, you know, oh the line moved to to uh, Kansas City minus one. I'm taking the Chiefs now, and I'm I'm not I'm I can't I can't. That could can't. mean that the Sharks might have got some. I don't know if they got some news, but there might have been some inklings coming out about Pat Mahomes and that like he's all right. Yeah, because everyone's throwing the same clip where he walks off the podium and he's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like it. He, they could have been like, yeah, he's alright. Cause like that looked way worse than not nah, ankle sprains do look. But I mean, from my experience, just playing sports, like I've, I've never dealt with, like really crazy. I've only broke the shit out of my leg. I've never sprained an ankle. Like I think I've made a sprained ankle like one time that's rolled the shit, but never like had to sit out for it. But like from my homies that I've seen them have a sprained ankle, I've either seen them sit out for like literally three weeks and never be able to get their ankle straight, have to wear ankle braces and like such just fuck forever. And I've seen people literally get a high ankle sprain, like sit out for like two days of practice and just be cool. They play like on Thursday. So like, you know what I mean? And just how, how he recovers. I think the way shit goes, he was talking at the press conference. Like he's like, I'm about to get right into treatment right now. Like even with his Celine sweater on, it didn't matter. Like, so I think he's going to be good to go. I got Bengals. Uh, this is going to be a great conference championship weekend once again. Fade and prop holiday. I know. Uh-oh. I know. I know. Uh-oh. I got to go Bengals. And then we have a week off. You're going to see a lot more NBA. We've got to talk about the NHL and these Boston Bruins. I don't know what the fuck's going on chasing that 62 win record. We got to talk about some hockey. Soon. We got some great weeks ahead before Stand we head that. into the Super Let's Bowl. Let's stay the next week. We're going to some, some more basketball, some more hockey. More next basketball, week. more hockey, and of course, a shitload Super more drama. Bro. We appreciate you guys watching on YouTube and listening on our podcast and Spotify. If you not have already, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you do so. Like and comment as well and give us those ratings. We will see you next week. Have a great fucking weekend. And once again, I like go Bengals, go Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to the All Day Every Day Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. We have another fun week ahead. We'll see you for some more drama next week. See you guys soon.